Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 188, A Guided Trip into the Grand Canyon. This is a two-part series on the Grand Canyon. And on this episode, we are live from the north rim of the Grand Canyon as we give a detailed trip report on backpacking the Thunder River Deer Creek Loop and give you a behind-the-scenes sound of what guiding a trip sounds like from the perspective of of the guide. From the top of the North Rim and the Bill Hall Trail to the Colorado River, Ariane shares her perspective in the moment. You can always join in on the discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and join our podcast family. Come hang out with us and be a part of our community. In fact, as I record this, I am on the North Rim of the Grand Canyon at Jacobs Lake Inn. That is the hub of the North Rim, while Ariane is guiding all female backpacking group down into the canyon. What you are about to hear is a segmented, but in chronological order, from 8,000 feet to 2,000 feet, back up to 8,000 feet in just a few days. This is pure talk. We didn't record the 36 hours we had at the Deer Creek Camp because that is everybody's private time. That They scattered, they explored, they did exactly what they should do. So we kind of left them out, but we did record while everyone prepped on the trail and we were on the trail. Very rarely do you get to hear what guiding a trip is like. So this is kind of a special treat and we worked hard to bring this to you so people that didn't go on the trip could feel that they were on the trip. By the way, we want to thank Erin Owens Mayhew of Backcountry Foodie. She offered nutritional meal plans for this trip. As you know, Backcountry Foodie is a registered dietitian and an avid backpacker herself. Both Erin and Trusted Trail Podcast understand how important nutrition is on the trail. Go to www.backcountryfoodie.com and just by listening to this podcast, you get the promo code TRUSTTHETRAIL. You get 20% off all of their membership services. And by the way, they have great membership services. They have a masterclass. They have meal plans. They have so much info on great nutritional meals for backpacking on the trail. So if you're looking for a meal plan, you're looking for great, great meal ideas, you're great you're looking for great lightweight meal ideas, go to backcountryfoodie.com and use our promo code trust the trail. This is a great podcast. This is uh Ariane um Raw uh, hiking down into the Grand Canyon. You're probably going to hear some heavy breathing, probably going to hear some grunts and groans. And uh this is pure raw trail talk. So enjoy. All right, we're on uh, we're on 22, uh, coming out of Fredina or Fredona, and uh, we're headed right into the forest roads, um, going into the canyon. So, um, real quick, so we have everybody packed. We have to go through one person's pack because they pack 10 liters of water. So we're gonna have to go through that pack and uh, make and reduce that weight when we get to. Uh, Monument Point. Everybody seems to be packed pretty well. Um, we've, we really just have one heavy pack that we've got to reduce some weight. And uh, uh, and then, you know, once we do that, we'll get down and uh, start uh, hiking the trail. Uh, Bill Hall Trail, remember, we've got that big 
Um, we've got kind of a climb up when we first do, uh, we start the trail, we have to get back on the ridge, and then there's that big, gigantic Karen, and it's really just kind of like a step off into the canyon, literally a step off. Um, and then uh, a few miles down, not even a few miles, we have that 10 foot ledge that everyone's gonna have to take their packs off and uh, just kind of shimmy. shimmy down on their butts, crawl, step, however they want to do it, um, and then hand you the pack one by one so you can kind of line them up on the wall because uh, it's going to be really difficult to do that with your packs on. Right, right. Um, and then it's just kind of steep switchbacks on, on the on the round. So, uh, no, I think I think we're good to go. Um, everybody looks pretty good. Um, we still have a food weight problem. Everyone, I think, still packed way too much food. But um, I think I think it looks pretty good. Uh, you've got about 45 minutes of paved road uh, coming out of Jacobs Lake. Uh, to get to the north rim of the Grand Canyon, and then you got the rest of it is all forest road. Um, and the forest road's not that bad, so we're about to hit the forest road and uh, and get to Monument Point. At about 7,200 feet, and we're dropping down to about 5,200 feet, so we're dropping down, you know, 2,000 feet from here. So what's going to happen is uh, from here we're going to go up that that big hill. So we'll get your blood pumping right away, which is good. Then we're gonna drop on the other end of that, and then it, it'll, it'll be. We'll see a big Karen, and we're gonna drop significantly down from there, and then it just keeps dropping and dropping and dropping, and then it kind of goes up and down over some hills, blah blah blah. Um, but then there's a couple sections where it's really, really, really loose shale. So just take your time, you guys, especially with this wind. Uh, just make sure your footing is secure. Everybody has their hiking poles. Um, we're gonna be all sandwiched together, really, really close in proximity, uh, just until we get lower from this, this wind. Um, and then in about 2.5 miles from where we're standing right now, we're gonna hit the junction with Thunder River Trail, which comes in way over there. Um, and then at that point, at that point it starts to, but well, before we do it, we go down some switchbacks, which are also very, very loose, loose shale. So just take your time today. There's absolutely no rush to get to camp, okay? Um, besides being chilly and wanting to set up before the, the weather comes in. But once we hit the junction of uh, Thunder River, we um, it kind of levels out. And at that point, we're on the Espelande, okay? And it's always gonna be line of sight. So always find your next Karen before you leave the one Karen that you're standing at. Does that make sense? Cool. So just a, a point of reference, and I need to make this little uh, rib to REI. Um, REI does the guiding at Thunder River Trail because it's easier, and all the boys do that. This is the trail that all the badass female backpackers do. So this is the badass trail. So that's the difference between what we do and the REI trail. So the REI trail is also five miles longer to get down to the Esperlande. 
you know, so yeah, you We're guys doing are doing the right trail. 2.5. Yeah, so. very cool. Um, how's everyone feeling? Good. Okay, ready. we ready? Let's do it. All right. That real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the timing was perfect. So we are just about the two mile mark, um, just past it, and we are partially down the switchbacks that are going to then lead us closer to the Espelande. And uh, um, prior to that, of course, the junction um, with Thunder River Trail um, at the bottom of these switchbacks, just a little bit ways past. So um, some incredible fossil formations all the way down on this hike so far. It's just almost everywhere you look, it's just fossils embedded in the wall. And it's just unbelievably incredible to see uh, history unfold like this. Meanwhile, while you're walking and seeing all of it. Um, so pretty incredible, absolutely beautiful, stunning hike. It's overcast. We couldn't ask for better weather. Um, we're about halfway down the switchback. Um, all loose shale, tons of fun. Okay, we have uh, made it to camp on the Espelande, or Espelanade, however you want to pronounce it. Um, incredible camp spot. Um, we are about uh, half a mile, if even, uh, from the start of the Red Wall with it, it, it just a beautiful campsite. Not only does it overlook the entire um, as Scott would say, dinosaur poop of the Espelanade, but also on the back end of the rocks that are protecting us from this aggressive wind today, we've got um, just the most unbelievably epic view of Surprise Valley. Um, and our trail going down the red wall early tomorrow morning. So um, everyone is settling in. Uh, usually when when I get to camp or we get to camp, uh, it's about scouting out really good options for everybody to set up tent and, and you know, there's a lot. So, you know, one thing that I have learned over the years is to never just plop down at the first spot you see. Uh, so I really encourage everybody to, when you get to a campsite, drop your pack, you know, and, and really look around, uh, especially in an area that's at large campsites, um, because there's so much to explore. There's so many different potentials for um, where you can set up your tent. And in this case, uh, we've really been able to, by exploration, really block ourselves from um, the wind here. And so, you know, a word of advice to anybody out there ever in at-large campgrounds, explore your area, see what other potentials there are in the area that you've designated, because it's, you know, there's, there's the first campsite you see is not always the best campsite for the conditions of which you're at. So uh, really take a look around. So we've just spent the last 45 minutes selecting campsites for everybody. Um, and everyone is, is getting settled right now. Uh, we've got a pretty intense wind with wind gusts probably capping at about 40 miles per hour. Um, we're just in this wide open, vast space of the Grand Canyon and, um, you know, those wind gusts are pretty intense, but uh, we've got enough, enough of this rock formation to be able to protect us. Um, we, uh, the, you know, when we got into the canyon, uh, the uh, weather was calling for snow showers about 1.9 inches up on the rim from where we dropped down. So I imagine that we will see some effects of that, that system come through 
through on us. Uh, it's supposed to come in at around 4 o'clock and we are sitting now at about 2 o'clock now that we're all set and done at camp. Um, so we've got a little bit of time to, you know, enjoy the views before any potential uh, storm system comes passing through, if it even passes through and if we even get um, any of that accumulation down in the canyon. Um, the canyon can create its own weather system and, and, the, and the draft can pull that moisture right out of here and in many cases it's you know you could be down here and you can see the system all around you but not necessarily get any of that so we'll see what happens tonight uh perhaps we wake up to snow who knows um all right but i'm gonna get everybody else settled um make sure that everyone's good to go these wind gusts are a little challenging to work with so um all right So it is uh, day two in the Grand Canyon uh, and I'm sitting here sipping coffee and waiting for it to be light enough. It is exactly five o'clock. This is the now second wake up call. Um, it's interesting. Our phones are all reading differently. Um, they're bouncing off of different towers. We're relatively close to Utah in the grand scheme of things and so whatever tower our phones are back in are uh, bouncing off of our are <laughs> causing a little bit of misconfusion in terms of wake-up call so this morning bright and early thank god I was uh kind of camped a little further away from everybody but uh we woke up at 3:35. <laughs> it was supposed to be 4:35, um but Nonetheless, we are awake. We I've just been watching these extremely low-lying clouds uh, just cover the Surprise Valley and the canyon wall. So um, we got rained on all night last night, um, on and off. There was definitely a storm system that came through, but there's nothing better than sleeping um, to the sound of rain hitting the top of your tent. So very peaceful night. Um, absolutely beautiful. The wind is definitely died down, even though it's got a bitter chill to it. It's very doable and tolerable. And, um, you know, we are, we are about getting ready to pack up to leave. So everyone's just kind of waking up at this point. <laughs> um, you know, five, five oh five. And, uh, Everyone's just kind of stirring and getting things rolling. Uh, we have a 6 a.m. start out of here, so we can uh, head down the red wall. Unfortunately for us, it is going to be a little slicker than normal just due to the fact that it's raining. But on the, on the flip end of that, it's definitely packing some of that uh, loose gravel um, and the loose dirt and making it a little bit more stable to, to uh, walk on. So I guess there's pros and cons to every kind of weather pattern that comes through, but um, nonetheless, we got to go down it. Uh, rain, shies, rain, shine, snow, or wind. <laughs> um, and we have about seven miles stretch on to camp at Lower Tapetes. So we're here we are about to hit the red wall break okay. and the trail is shockingly a little harder to follow with everything being wet uh, just because of all the red the red dirt turns into red mud and there's not as much of a defined path especially as the Karens are knocked down 
pretty consistently along the route here, but we're about to hit the red wall break and we are going all the way down 72 switchbacks um, with incredible views, sunrise um, off to our right and uh, low-lying clouds, um, you know, just just featuring the canyon walls, the high canyon walls. It's absolutely beautiful. Here we go. So this doesn't have to be a long, long, long break, just a smidge one, because I trust me when I say that you're gonna wanna linger at Thunder River. Okay. So we probably have another, I would say a mile and a half on this to get to there. Could be a smidge longer. It might be a smidge longer. Mm -hmm. And yep. that's where lunch is. <laughs> that's where lunch is. So, are we done with the switchbacks? Yeah, we're done with the switchbacks. Yeah, we, we are. Wrong. We are. We are officially in Surprise Valley, you guys. We Welcome to no, Surprise Valley. No, 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 Valley. no. No, according to our counting, we have 22, we have 22 23 left. 22 or 23 more switchbacks left. Yeah, no. Okay, you're all sorts of wrong. So we're back on the trail after uh, lunch, sitting at Thunder River. We had storm clouds come in, so we found a little alcove to sit under. And then it passed, able to enjoy Thunder River and all of its beauty. Um, we're back out on the trail now. This is the most exposed portion of the trail so far. Um, and pretty much just minus one little section. It's pretty exposed with some hairpin turns and some pretty steep um, worn out pathway. It only leaves you a very little wiggle room uh, to, na to navigate um, with some pretty incredible drop-offs. Um, so the, everyone did incredibly well um, through that little section. So that's the worst of it. We have one little section for uh, later today that's going to be a little bit like that, but it's not as long of a dur duration. So it's been raining on and off all day long. Um, made just small little sprinkles, some slight downpour, but it never lasts very long and the system is moving through. So we've been in our rain jackets on and off <laughs> and uh, very, very, very grateful for um, the shade that the storm clouds are providing us. So, because um, we are actually deep in the canyon now, we're in the third layer down um, right before we hit the Colorado. So we've still got a couple miles to go before we hit camp. And in particular, with one major creek crossing, um, with all the rain that we've had, it did snow last night. Uh, though it did not snow on us, we got a little bit of remnants of some sleet, uh, but no snow down in uh, the lower elevation that we were, were camping at, which was about 54, 5,200 feet. So onward we go, starting to uh, rain on us again. So. Um, we might be stopping here a little bit if it doesn't pass over uh, to gear back up and uh, on to Tap Eats Creek Crossing. <laughs> Did anybody get out and see the moon? I Okay, good. When I good. fell asleep, I was so Did anybody see the Big Dipper? I did, it was right above this outcropping. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, okay, uh, so today is only three and a half miles, plus any backtracking or navigational concerns. And the reason I say this is I've only done this route once. Um, and it's really tricky. So it's not an actual trail. 
it is not owned by the National Park. It is not maintained by the National Park in any way, shape, or form. So it is called a route. But it is a well-paved route. It's just, it's tricky in spots. Um, so we are going to have to find the first Karen and the trail. So right now we're just kind of like navigating that way, <laughs> down river. Um, and it's gonna take us a little bit to pick up the trail, okay? And I believe the trail, while my research is right, and if my memory serves, it's going to be down here to, at an outcropping that sets up there, and there will be a Karen, and then it'll go up from there. So we just have to kind of like find that. So all hands on deck, all eyes on deck, okay? <laughs> all eyes on deck. Um, so we're just gonna keep going for a little bit until we pick up the trail. So just be looking on the slope um, and kind of towards the river, um, and then you'll see hopefully a trail. It will look kind of legit a little bit. Um, so anyway, so all eyes on deck for this one, please. Um, the other thing is, is it's precarious, so watch your footing. No sprained ankles in this section, please. So just try and sturdy rock or, you know, sand. Um, the route, once we actually get on the trail, it becomes a little precarious right away. Um, and it goes up, and then we're gonna have a downward slope. Uh, in which we're gonna have to do packs off and I'll let you know where that is. It's pretty obvious <laughs> You're gonna be like I'm, I go where <laughs> I go where um, and then just so that we have all eyes on deck for this one as well um, There is a section where the trail splits off one goes downward towards the river. The other one goes upward We want to go upward. Okay Got you um, So we're gonna go up and then we go far away from the river and really high above the river at that point. And then we're eventually going to drop into Deer Creek. Three and a half miles plus, plus, plus some navigational. Um, how's everyone feeling today? Hydrated? Yeah? How are you feeling? Sore. Yeah. Sore. Where? All over. Okay. All over. <laughs> Fair, that was a tough one. That was a really tough trail. But I think mine was more just anxiety of like tense, tense yeah. muscles. Yeah. So like I know what that feels like. I yeah. Mean, my legs are sore. Yeah. But like the rest of me is the whole tense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you anxiety. did some serious lunches yesterday. Great job, by the way. Great yeah. job. All right, you guys ready to get going? All right. So we're just about, I would say three-fourths of a mile uh, into the route that leads from uh, Lower Tapit's campground over to Deer Creek. So this takes you downstream above the Colorado River, kind of shifting uh, down and up, down and up, down and up through some pretty precarious, but stable, um, for the most part, rock formations and some loose shale. Uh, and so, so far it's been quite the adventurous route and a lot of fun too. Um, but it is pretty obvious. You just have to really, really kind of take your time and look around. You can't just be looking at your feet the whole time in order to follow this route. And we just finished with the first uh, packs off section. 
it's a very steep downward slope on loose shale a ton of fun it definitely takes a long time to get through with a group of six but worth every worth every adventurous moment of, of it and he's usually just an easy butt slide down you can do it with your pack on but if you have a larger pack it's probably a little bit more stable and easier to navigate it with pack off so today is the very first day in which we have direct sun and so we're going to be in direct sun all day long so right now we're low enough to where the sun hasn't hit over the rock formations above us but it's slowly creeping its way uh, towards us and we are walking into the patches of light it's only three and a half miles uh, before we drop into Deer Creek so we got an early early rise uh, yesterday was a very 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 long long tough physically and mentally day to push through uh, for many reasons with two creek crossings and so uh, we push it back to 6:30 with knowing only we have um, no having known only we have three and a half miles to go so we're early enough to where the first stretch is not in sun the last stretch is going to be in all exposed sun um, and so it's going to really give us a good idea of how we hike with our electrolytes and how much water we're going through so that we can properly hydrate for the climb up out of Deer Creek in two days. So let me uh, uh, just talk about so everybody can kind of wrap up and do their thing or continue talking, I don't care. Um, okay, so tomorrow, tomorrow is about six miles uh, if we're gonna camp where I'm hoping to camp. Um, by the time we get back to our water cache, we'll see how everyone's feeling. Um, but we have to like fill up on water anyway there before moving on. Um, so we'll drop our packs and have a small little break right there and, and kind of assess. Okay. So you guys know it's up that rock slide. <laughs> um, this is your last bathroom opportunity. Well, I guess technically not considering nobody's using actually the pit toilet, but, <laughs> but, um, but anyway, it's up this rock slide. It is really going to be, it's an up. It's a, it's a steep up with, uh, the higher up you go, the more loose the gravel becomes. So everybody just take your time going up. When you get up, you get up. Um, so no worries. There's, uh, there's multiple spaghetti routes within that. All of them get you kind of to the same spot. Um, so just take your time getting up there. Just be super, super safe. It's going to be hard with a pack, uh, especially fully loaded on water. But we're going to be in shade, so it'll all be good. Okay. Um, and then once you get up there, it kind of gets very exposed, but it's short-lived. Uh, it's, you know, you're pretty much just hiking on that green ledge right there. Um, and then we go up, and as we go up, it gets super, super steep and super slick okay because it's a lot of loose shale so until we get leveled out past and you can't really see it from where we're at but you see another rock slide a white rock slide yep. we're essentially we're kind of going somewhere over in there and it's anyway it's hard to see but eventually it levels out okay and we can all just kind of rest up at top right um but if everybody can kind of um, 
once you get up, just kind of wait for the next person, you know, so that two people are walking the ledge at once. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Just, just for safety. Um, so when the next person comes to you, you can keep going because everybody has to do ups differently and I don't want to stop anybody's flow, you know? So is that fair? Yep. Cool. Um, and then it'll eventually level out. And by that time we're going to be in full on sun. Um, and so it's going to be pretty exposed, but it's not too bad. It's about, it's about another, once we're up and it's level, it's about another like two solid miles um, until we reconnect back with Surprise Valley. Um, as you know, though, two miles in the Grand Canyon is <laughs> very, very long. <laughs> it feels more like four or five. But, um, okay, so then we're going to end up at Surprise Valley and we'll all just take lunch uh, right before we head up the wall so that we can like refuel ourselves, okay? Uh, somewhere around the rock area. And then once we start that up, once we start going up from that level spot where you saw that we merge back in, um, everybody just take your time, literally just going up, but go at your own pace and just stop at the top. You know that one ledge that has the Karen mm -hmm. right before you drop down where those people were camping, mm -hmm. essentially? If everybody can wait up there. So wait for the slow people. I might be one of them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but just do what you need on the way up. Go at your own pace. Just keep keep going if you need. Take as many rests as you need. And we'll just all meet up at the top. Um, and then we're headed to water. How much? How many liters is everyone? Oh, there's no water source up from. So this is our last, this is our last water source. So just make sure uh, that you load up. So how many liters does everybody plan to take six 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 yeah, six, 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 six what do you have okay all right and d is that including this okay okay um okay definitely pack in six I know it's a lot but I think you're really going to want it and that way you don't have to conserve as much water um in route uh 5 a.m start Yes. All right. So <laughs> we're all right here. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> 5 a.m. start. We really do need to get on the trail early. Yeah. Um, so just See, wake up with enough time. Yeah. I can't remember I, for the last few nights, but are we gonna, <laughs> I should leave my headlamp available for five or we think there'll be enough sunlight, like enough daybreak. Like it'll be it'll be a light out. Okay. It'll be a light out. Um, but you'll know. You'll see. I'm trying to remember 5 a.m. from two days ago, and I can't. <laughs> I certainly don't remember 5 a.m. from this morning. <laughs> um, there's light. There's enough okay. light. But if you want to, you can just throw it in your side pocket, you okay. know, uh, if it makes you feel more confident. Um, because you'll be using it all morning anyway to pack up. So uh, just make sure you guys feel good, like energy-wise, hydration-wise. Mm -hmm. Everyone feels good? It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Um, that's our last toughest day. And once we get through it, we get through it. And it's, th these sections are a lot of fun once they're over. <laughs> Especially this first one. So anyway, cool? Cool. All right. Thank you. Any questions? Cool. She's like, I'm going to bed to mentally recover. <laughs> Are you nervous? I am nervous, yeah. but I have confidence. Good. I'm going to go slow. Yeah. 
I'm not going to apologize for going slow. Y'all yes, can just wait please. for me when you get to the top. <laughs> yep. I'm going to take my time, but I have made it thus far. Yeah. I have not freaked out yet. I'm not planning to. <laughs> I'm not saying I won't. But. <laughs> you just do what you need to do. Yeah. Do you, do you do you. That's right. You do you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Cool. My only question yeah. is, I was going to start off in paints just because... I didn't know if there yes. was going to be a lot of shrubbery or cold. Oh, so. you guys, you guys, she <laughs> made she made a really good point. She asked if you were going to start off in pants. I would advise you to start off in shorts right away. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's it's not cold. It's okay. warm out here. It may be a little nippy in the morning, yeah, but it's going to get really That's hot true. fast, and you're going to be working for it. Okay. And I mean working for your up. So I don't don't go wearing your puffy. Don't go wearing, just wear your short sleeve. If you want to wear a long sleeve, that's fine. But I, shorts, yeah. make yourself comfortable. It's a hard up. Even even that early, it's a hard up. Who has the lightest pack? Y'all can carry my heart rock. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so See, I'm not carrying it, but I'll it. <laughs> Okay, so if you touch it, Becky, it's yours. What? <laughs> uh, okay, we're good. Uh, so I'm thinking 15 to 25 minutes, depending on what you personally need. And, uh, you know, once we hit like that 15 minute mark, if you really need to get going, you know your body the best. Okay. If you need to get going, the red wall is straight ahead. <laughs> so have at it. Uh, don't forget to enjoy it though, okay? Um, please wait up at the very top. Uh, so. Just wait up at the very top. You know where the Karen is. And then we go to the left and we do the zigzags back up. You know, the switchbacks. And then you're at the very, very, very top. Just wait there for everybody. Find some shade. and was camping. There was a big tree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, just try and hit shade if you can and, en and enjoy the view. Oh. Go at your own pace, though. Seriously. All right, well, we're just about midway through our second to last day. This is going to be our last night in the canyon. Um, about an hour ago, we just ascended on the red wall, 72 switchbacks up. Pretty incredible moment for everybody. Um, uh, we were able to gather up right at that point uh, with a, a group of three gentlemen that we had been uh, conversing with down at Deer Creek. Um, possibly camping in the same area tonight, but a huge success for everybody climbing up. 72 switchbacks on the red wall all the way up. Um, it's pretty alarming how quickly you can go up. Um, the word of advice is always look at what you've already accomplished and not at what you still have to go ahead. You know, what's left to be done. Um, head down and truck along. Uh, but a pretty incredible, powerful moment for everybody. So we've uh, gone ahead and gathered our cash, had lunch. Um, of course, all that is done in shade because this, uh, this sun is beating down pretty hot. Although we do have an inconsistent breeze, which is, I'll take it. <laughs> and now we're just trekking about two miles to a campsite that I have my eyes on um, further up ahead. So we only have about four miles to do on the way out tomorrow. 
and it's still early enough in the day to where we have plenty of water to be able to drink, eat, dinner tonight, cook in the morning, and then head on out up back to the North Rim. So, how was the last night in the canyon? I think some of the best sleep that I've gotten this whole trip. Really? Oh. What? You forgot I, to mention that. I think a... I was so tired, but I didn't. I did not want to get up this morning. I heard people's alarms go off, and I'm like, no. And then my my alarm went off, and I literally like I'm just sitting there groaning. I think that's how I answered any of your questions. That you did. You asked this morning. They, were, they were not questions. They were words of encouragement. Oh, and excitement. I'm so sorry. I was like. <laughs> My brain was not ready to be up. I was like, Amy, you did it. You survived. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was just not ready to be up. So the best night you've had in the canyon, the first time you've cowboy camped, yeah. and you were totally spazzing about it. Well, yeah, because I had a frog, a bat, and some sort of flying bug. And? And that's what she what said happened? this morning. I said, how was your sleep? She goes, I frog. <laughs> something else flying on me and I was like people always jump to the negative don't they <laughs> well actually I don't know I think that's a gift having a frog and a bat okay but the frog that's... like shortly after I had laid down and was still so sketched out no well, there are <laughs> not I... not when you're cowboy camping for the first time I and you are nervous about it they don't exist <laughs> around my tent oh yeah for sure <clears throat> and nothing happened <laughs> she looked as all the tail. Nope. All right, you guys. It's only a very short what? four miles wow. all uphill. <laughs> uh, is everybody ready to leave the canyon yet? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> I'm ready to leave for the walk, but not leave the canyon. Yeah. Just a perfect night, perfect morning. Yep. <clears throat> Michelle, how are you holding up? Good. It's 8.38 uh, Saturday morning and we have just summited Bill Hall Trail going down the last little stretch to Monument Point parking area. We did it. We have completed the lollipop loop. We're feeling great. A little hungry, but feeling incredible. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. This is part one of Backpacking the Grand Canyon. Our next episode will be the roundtable discussion that we had with all of the ladies that went on this trip to get their perspective, the good, the bad, the ugly, what worked, what didn't work, how heavy was carrying seven to eight liters of additional water on their pack, what did that feel like, and we're going to get a raw perspective on that discussion too so make sure you come back and listen to that uh that kind of a supplemental podcast uh for everybody again if you're looking for additional gear deals bookmark the backpackerstore.com where the power is in the search you can use the search area to type in any kind of piece of gear you want and compare prices from all the major online outfitters like Moose Jaw, Cam Saver, Eastern Mountain Sports, Enlightened Gear, Hyperlite, Emisol they're all on there on the backpackerstore.com. In full disclosure, we built and own that site, and at no additional cost to you, we do take a small commission off of any gear that you buy, which we put back in our podcast. And 
We want to also thank you so much to our Facebook members and our patrons who help support our podcast for sure. Angela Salas, Kim Caverman, Brother Bear, Jill Lang, E.J. Newell, Becky Wenger, Helling Prophet, Ted Jones, Bob Esser, Jeff Nyman, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Amy Tappendorf, Lisa Pruitt, Mike Pellet, Brad Wolf, Suzanne Johnson, Gary Bushia, John Phillips, Shirley Nutt, Rick Hornick, Jessica Wolfen, Ethan Corona, Jordan Ludencrack, Susan Adams, Jill Ryder, Kevin Frost, and Reverend Gina Purcell. You guys, thank you so much. We couldn't do it without you. If you guys don't know what Patreon is, Patreon is a secure platform. It lets you support your favorite podcast. All you need to do is create an account, go to Trust the Trail Podcast, and as little as $2 a month, get special benefits for exclusive content. You can also, if you don't want to go to Patreon, you can just go to TrustTheTrailPodcast.com and click on any of our podcast episodes and donate right through there at a one-time donation. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the big ones, Anyone that you're looking for, if we're not on the one that you love, let us know. We'll get we'll get right on there. You can also follow us on Instagram, where we have uh, started putting together stories, reels, and all of the photographs that we took from the Grand Canyons. You don't want to miss that. Go to our Trust the Trail Instagram page, and you can also go to our Trust the Trail Facebook page. Um, I think in this particular um, trip, if you ask any of the ladies, and we're going to talk to them on uh, the next episode, this trip is a, a, a self-esteem builder. It is a self-confidence builder. You want to build self-confidence, you do this trip. And let me tell you, it, you look back when you're back up on 8,000 feet and look down and say, oh my God, I cannot believe I hiked all the way down there, and I can't believe I hiked all the way up. It is a huge, huge confidence builder. So that's one of the things that to, that, that the trail does give you. So trust the trail. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.